preachers at the church like to say, we ain't gonna take long, but we're going to take our time. We'll talk about all the TV, movies, and music that define our everyday blackness. Welcome to the Black Card Podcast. What's going on, everybody? I'm free laugh. My name is. Uh. Uh, all right, yeah. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This your boy Bird. I'm Bird. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, we only had one drink. This is me. We only have what? You still working on your first one? <laughs> I'm just. This is naturally me. I just wanted to see what you would do. I said. That. This is like to read how they would make up somebody. They'll make up somebody different every time that they would be on there. But I, I wasn't prepared, so I don't have nobody. To make <laughs> but anyway, y'all know who we are. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Card Podcast. This is episode 50. 57. 57. You mm-hmm. sure? Yeah, because last week was 56. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, man, look. Let me let me tell you what happened for So look. So I come over here, you know, we chit-chat a little bit. She got her her purse and her water, like, in the spot that I sit at. We sit in the same spot every time, right? So I was like, huh, this is peculiar. This is suspicious. <laughs> and she kind of leaned back. Then I look over in this iPad, randomly sitting on the couch. Like, let me tell you, April House is, like, OCD clean often, Right? And the iPad isn't just on the counter. It is propped up, standing up, facing me. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It's so suspicious looking like. Is that, look, she didn't even put it behind like the paper towel rack. It's just literally. <laughs> it's just sitting up there. So, looking over at that, I'm looking at her. And you know how like somebody's like, if somebody's texting on the phone, it'll be down. And you know what's up when it's up? It's kind of look like they recorded you, and I was like, "What the fuck she got going on?" I, I still don't think nothing about it. Move the purse, move the water bottle. It is a damn fake roach on the counter, and she thinks I would have some kind of response. <laughs> what tell me what I did? Bird literally just looked at it, and then like he kind of did one of those like, man, like it was like a very like non reaction reaction. Like he saw it, and he was just like. Hey, but you want to know, <laughs> I'm going to put you in my mind. You want to know why I didn't react and how I knew it was a fake roach? Why? Because it was so big. It's the wrong color. It's, it is kind of light skin. I was like, I was like, I, I I don't know if everybody is as well versed with roaches as I am. I like it. In Alabama around this time of year, it would be a wood roach. It would be a lot darker than that. And I was like, that's not a real roach. It's not no, no yellow roach. It's like scorpion yellow. I was like I should not know this much about roaches. <laughs> I sure. really thought I had you too. I was like, gonna get him. <laughs> and then the funny thing is, like, I was like on the phone earlier and I was pulling everything out the bag and I bought the roach. Like, oh, this is gonna be funny. And then I forgot that I bought the roach. So when I pulled my books out, I was like, oh my god. And I was like, oh. Sketch. <laughs> Look, I pay for pest control, so I'm like, if I got a roach like this, y'all come back tomorrow. Man, I, <laughs> I can't even tell you about my household, man. But just know. True story, I paid for pest control to come to my folks' house, right? Mm-hmm. 
my mama, she's real like, uh, how do I want the term I want to use it? I love my mama. Uh, she's like a very hands-on controller, like micromanager kind of mm-hmm. person over the household, right? So she don't like anything to go on without her approval first. And you're not going to get her approval. You're going to get a no first. And then, so you kind of just got to do stuff anyway. So they had, they was having an ant problem. I like, look, I'm going to call the orchid folks. Tell them to come out there. They're going to do it. My mama found out that the orchid man came around there. How about she got mad, right? Why? Uh, she said, and I quote, Jay, I don't want them folks in my house because you know they be stealing. <laughs> Our parents' age, like, they are so, like. I, 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 let me tell you, I can't be disrespectful, but I just wanted to ask. I like, Mama, what do you think they're going to steal? Like, 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 rashly walk me, walk me through. If you think they're going to walk out here with that big ass jar of change you got in the bottom of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like, it's, but those types of things, sometimes I'm like, Lord, I'm about to turn into my parents. Cause one day, so I'm guessing I've fixed it now, but I guess the battery had went out in one of my little detectors in my window. Uh-huh. So it like, I'm sitting at work. And I was working overnight, and it said my middle, middle bedroom window was open. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, Lord, somebody in my house. So I, like, like cut my alarm on as, like, a way. So I was like, okay, if they're in there, when, when they, they walk, walk through, around, yeah. it's going to, like, go up. But then, like, when I came home, I was like, got to go check the window. It wasn't open. The battery was just dead. I was like, oh, let me fix the battery. I forgot. But then also, like, my front door, my aunt was so taken aback at the fact that I don't have a storm door in mm. front of my door. She was like, so you just gonna open the door and just be outside to the people? There's no protection? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, like, I can see who's out there with the camera unless they come and, like, punch the camera. And at that point, I'm not opening the door. Right. So, like, they probably keep the damn by then. But, like, it's just like that very, uh, yes. very overly safe. Man, um, at my folks' house, they have a, a a screen door. Like, there's a screen door, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is everybody's parents and everybody's household, but they don't have keys to things. So, there's a screen door, and nobody has a key to it. Does it lock from the inside? It locks from the inside. Oh, yeah. The amount of times that she would go inside, lock the screen door, fall asleep, and now you can't get in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you should be like, oh god, you know, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, and you know, hey, look, they up there, they sleep hard, they sleep hard. Man, one time I had to go into the backyard and knock on the the door to the den and try not to terrify them. So I'm about there, and I'm like, hey, 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 open the door, it's me. <laughs> you probably terrified them for. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna tell this story, but I'm gonna leave names out because that just reminds me of another story. New Year's Eve in Atlanta. When I was in college. So you already know. It's like probably crazy, right? Uh-huh. So it's one guy. Um, it was his birthday. He had a really good time. Got a little tipsy. So they they left him in the car. Now, mind you, it's cold. Uh-huh. Day. Like, I mean cold outside. So when he wakes up, we didn't all went inside the house. Uh-huh. Everybody done went to sleep. <laughs> he... <laughs> He wakes up outside right. and just like, what? So he's trying to get inside. He's calling people. Here's the bad part. I don't know what's going on. So I'm thinking, I didn't know that they left him outside. So I'm just seeing my phone ring over and over. I'm like, why do you keep calling me from downstairs? That's dumb. I'm not going down there. 
finally, I guess he knocked on the guy's house that we were staying at. He knocked on the guy's little brother. And he was like, little brother's window. He was up playing video games. Uh, and he goes, bro, he's like, scared the hell out of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and let him in. And I guess the guy went downstairs where all the guys were sleeping because the girls were upstairs. He goes down there and cuts the light on. He was pissed. But it was so funny the next day because I was just like, oh, that's why you were telling <laughs> Hey, look, you're in the store, you're like, oh, you know what? That makes sense. He was like, you were awake. I was like, I just couldn't figure out why y'all was calling me from downstairs. And I was like, I was finna go to sleep. No. I couldn't go to sleep. My phone kept ringing. <laughs> Meanwhile, this man outside freezing cold. Look, and then they probably ain't leaving the keys in there. Nice. I was like, this is a very, ple- like, y'all met this man out. It literally was like freezing, like probably in the 30s. Which was in Atlanta, though. Like, it don't get, it get cold. But it don't get like death. It wasn't like deathly cold. It wasn't thirty. That's cold. Shit. No, it's cold. Like I would have been cold. I let me tell you, I get mad say when I get cold. I'm definitely one of those. Uh, like I'd rather be hot than cold people, any day. Really? One hundred percent. Okay, I don't. I would rather be neither. Like I. Get I mean, that's pissed. not an option. You know, think about it. You got. No, all I right. Don't. So you had to pick one. If you had to pick one. He's like, hey, you're gonna come in this house. It's either gonna be super cold, air on blast, whatever, or it's gonna be warm. No, but not let me say. Okay, house is like a little different. You gotta go outside. You either gonna go out the coldest day of the year or the hottest day of the year. Which day would it be? Coldest. Really? Well, see, because if it's the hottest, that probably means the sun is shining really, and I like sunburn really easy. I know you're probably like, how right, does that happen? All right, let's just say it's not. Let's, I don't know. Let's say it's overcast. Okay, probably hot then. I mean, yeah, then probably hot. If it's overcast, but like, I just like, I'm not dealing with the sunburn. Now I can understand like that. Let me tell you, that's under motherfucker, boy. That thing is totally. You know, like, I'll never forget the first time I had sunburn. I almost had to do my like ancestry.com because I wasn't aware that black people could get sunburn. I was like, fuck slavery, you know? You know, like. (laughs) It's a white dude at the gym. He was like, (laughs) yesterday, he was like, Hey man, I subscribe to your podcast. I don't know if I can or not. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was so funny. It's like, nah, I ain't gonna leave leave his name out. But anyway, if you go to my gym, you know exactly who he is. Whatever, he cool or whatever. Then today, so that was the conversation yesterday. So I actually want him on the pod because we got into the conversation of like. So I asked myself, all right, if I go over your house and I tell you, hey, man, I need to take a shower and you go ahead and hand me some towels, what do you bring me? And we went through that kind of back and forth. He kind of didn't understand the question, so I didn't get, like, the full answer on, like, if he knew what a washcloth was or whatever. But come to find out, his mother is, like, quarter, like, black or Mexican or something like that. So he's, like, he's showing a picture, like, him and, like, his his siblings or whatever blood related he's like one one white guy amongst many of mexicans and it is it's very odd to see it's like it look like you employ them like it's just and we're canceled but nah what the fuck is i was like so he showed it to me we had this whole conversation about how he's kind of like looks white but not really white. i said oh you right here saying nigga don't you and he's like nah man nah i can't like nah you be saying this shit to yourself you be like this my black side coming out Hey, like, I, ain't I, ain't so I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. So, I was about to tell a story. No, I, I think I told it. I forgot. All right. So, we're not going to get into the video, but 
everybody has been talking about old girl with the McDonald's. So for the, uh, you, you couldn't have missed it because it started it's on Twitter, it was on Instagram, it was on Facebook. Dude, come to his old lady, his baby mama crib with McDonald's for his kids, for his kid. She has three other kids. And she gets mad because he didn't bring McDonald's for everybody. Some people say it's skit, whatever, whoop-de-whoop, whatever. Scenario has already been established. We already talked about it. What is your, if true, what is your perspective on that scenario? The only thing that I would have done differently is like, I understand you dropping off McDonald's. Just come get him and like, take him to your car and let him eat the McDonald's. Uh huh. Because like, as a as the adult in the room, and yes, I have you know how many kids does she have? Four. Four. Like so, the other three is just sitting watching the kids eat McDonald's. You know what that was like in school? Like when that one kid came up from the doctor's appointment, they eat McDonald's. Uh. You eat school lunch. Everybody's like, oh man. So imagine that's like your brother. Uh-huh. Eating McDonald's and everybody else sitting there eating beanie weenies or whatever. Like, that's tough. So, the only thing I would have said differently is like, take, like if you ain't got time to take them to McDonald's, just let them eat the burger in your car real quick. See, the I, well, okay, so do you think he was wrong for not bringing the other kids to McDonald's? No. I mean, because you don't know what his finances are, right? So, you can't. Well, let's like, play it. Let's play it out. I mean, let, I mean let's be honest. This is McDonald's. Let's say he he has McDonald's money. Let's say he has McDonald's money. Let's say it's, it's just a pure choice that he's like, fuck them kids. I mean, I don't even think it's like to that extent. It's just those kids aren't necessarily my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like look, and that's the thing we don't really know the situation. But if, what if he had a kid with her, and then like she broke up with him, was like I'm done with you, and then went and had a kid somewhere else. So like mm-hmm. now these kids are reminders of like, well I tried to be with you, yeah. So I'm gonna take care of my son, make sure he fed. But it really could have been a, hey, I'm gonna come get Junior. We're gonna mm-hmm. run her out real quick, and I bring her right back. Of course he's gonna come back like, look at my toy. But at least he's not sitting there eating <laughs> eating that burger in front of all them kids. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough one. Because I understand what the women folk in the comments upset about. Like, I understand where they're getting. But at the same time, that ain't his fucking kid. Like, I look at it like this. Mm-hmm. His, he's doing his responsibility for what he created. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, his brothers and stuff, if they're going to be jealous, upset, they might just have to do that. They might just have to be that. Because what you're actually asking for him to do is to either be more of a father to others that aren't his just by virtue of proximity or essentially be less of a father to his responsibility in which he's trying to take care of. And then I look at it like this, like, let's extrapolate it. Like, all right, you, we talked about McDonald's today. What is it when I pull up with, with the Jordans for, for the first day of school? I got to bring everybody else's shoes. I'm mm-hmm. not. Or uh, when it comes time, he turns 16, and now you know I got him a car. You know, I got he got get I got to put insurance on the whole family. Like you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like that one for all thing. Like, look, man, you got better pussy management if you want to do that. If you want to feel like that. 
He doesn't. He he. I never felt like he had to go and buy all the rest of the kids McDonald's. It's just like to keep the peace in the house. Like, sorry, just take him outside. Like, have y'all have dinner on the porch, baby? What do you think about? It? You said to keep the peace in the house. Like, but she's the one starting the chaos. How? Because she got multiple kids. I mean, just things like so. It's one of those things where. I mean, okay, so the recording of it and doing all that she did was a big thing. But you but, can, but you like, we can assess how she would be on a regular basis, though. So, I mean, because she was she was acting a, a plum fool, as I've been saying a lot recently. I think I'm getting old. She was acting a plum fool out there on that sidewalk. She was, and I don't know. I mean. I, I don't know what it's like to have multiple kids with multiple baby daddies. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't find out. There's nothing against that. I just wouldn't have to, like, I wouldn't want her to try to figure out, like, what to do now. Here's my thing. The only man that I would be upset if he only bought for his kids is, like, let's say I have a child and then, like, the guy had, like, like, the guy I'm, like, with or married to has two kids or whatever. Uh-huh. And he only does for his two kids in the house and, like, never brings home food for, like, my child. But we're all, like, together. At oh, that yeah, that's, point, not, that's like, a completely different scenario, yeah. Bruh, like, you can't keep doing that. Right. But in a sense of, like, I'm bringing food for my son. Like, what if my son takes me, like, Dad, can you bring me some McDonald's? And I bring it to the house. Now you mad because I didn't bring everybody else home. Uh... And I think somebody said, like, I don't know, I, th- I thought I saw someone that she, like, threw it away or some shit like that. Threw it away? Mm-hmm. Now. Dramatic? Now, that's that's too far. No, wait, you know what? We got to talk to these niggas real quick. Because, hey, man, y'all got quick getting these ghetto motherfuckers pregnant. Like, that's kind of what needs to happen. Like, we get a lot of these... Viral videos and people talking about a lot of these baby mama situations. It's like it'd be so many women in the hood, or just from like lower socioeconomic standpoints. So many kids, multiple kids. So look, we understand they fuck. We know people going fuck, but niggas gotta quit getting these women pregnant because you put yourself in this situation. We talk to them all the time about like, hey, she could do this, she could do that. She had these babies, whatever. But at the same time. Like, guys just got to cut that shit out. Like, I ain't saying, like, if you got a baby mama, there's an issue. Because that's not the thing. Y'all could be co-parenting just gracefully. But really, folks got to take their DNA and, like, cherish it a little bit more. Pull back. Pull back. Or, no, better yet, pull out. (laughs) I know I'm not alone in this. Something's wrong with you. Oh, now I'm the problem. Oh, you see they gave that boy uh, R. Kelly 30 years. 30 years. I don't know, like, wow. Like, I don't know, I'm I'm like, I get it. But 30, when you see 30 years and somebody his age, like, that's a lot. They threw the book at you, really. They really did, because he got to be at least 50 now, Yeah, he in his 50s. So, he going to be in there until he's like 80-something. And when he was in there talking about, uh, on Gail came to my fighting for my life, like, oh, shit, you was a little more serious than we thought. Yeah. But it's like, damn, it's so I was thinking about I was like, man, the fall from grace from like our like major celebs, it's like they all like crash and burn. Bill Cosby. You know what I'm saying? Did you see I ain't got nothing against the old boy and I'm not trying to 
But we see where this is headed. Like, you see Chris Brown, little snippets on Drink Champs and stuff? No. Bruh, that coke be showing, boy. Them damn teeth don't be touching. Chris Brown? Hell yeah. Um, that job be moving side to side, and he be he fidgety and shit, man. Like, damn, boy, you on that coke like that? Like, I mean, it's like well known that, you know, he a party animal or whatever. But it's just like... My man, we the same, like, we around about the same age. Yeah, I was about to say, that was like our, he came, we came up with him. Right, so it's like, bro, you got, like, a lot of years ahead of you, man. Like, at this rate, you're going to be looking terrible at 50. So it's just like, man, you know, Whitney, she, she had a drug thing. I was just like, boy, it's almost like you rarely see, like, black celebrities, like, grow old and, like, just age gracefully. It just, sounds like it sucks to be in that limelight. It probably is only getting worse to be in the limelight too now, like with social media growing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like back in the old days when they just had the tabloids or whatever, mm-hmm. you had to wait till they printed in the magazine, right? For people say anything about it. Now it's like as soon as it happened, boom, internet. Anything about it? Not only did it have to be the, you got to hit the tabloids. Somebody got to read it. Somebody got to you know spill the beans. It some like it. It took a lot for like rumors and stuff to get out or just like how people really live because look, look like this like will and jada we ain't know nothing about them for years we found out more about them in the last five years than we did in the last 20 very true so it's like man like you said it's crazy because maybe it's the new age way of living that got folks kind of showing too much all right so i'm gonna play this this clip for you this girl this, you gonna play the whole thing yeah, man. You don't want to play the whole thing? Play the whole thing. You know, it's only four minutes. Because, oh, who was that? Tank? Avant. Avant? Mm. Avant? I'm getting them confused. That's it. That's how y'all don't like Joe? Why you don't like Joe? I don't know. I got this weird, like, R&B singer, like, kind of blockade. Like, Joe, Tank, and Tyrese. Just not, just, just isn't there for me. Cisco and Genuine, listen to him all day long. All day, yes. every day. But Joe, not a fan. He ain't even do nothing. But anyway, let me pull up this Instagram video. Literally going to say this as nicely as I can. If you are a woman and you are saying that you have a dream job, you are a special type of stupid. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I don't dream of working. I don't dream of having a job. And you know what? It used to be a point in time where women didn't have to work. All they had to do was do their husband's laundry and make him dinner and have sex with him every once in a while. And they didn't have to work. But now, guess what? Women do have to work. And that's the problem with this society right now. But you know what? I'm going to add my little two cents to it. And here we go. Management positions are for men. Women should not be in management positions because women do not know how to handle power. As if this is a big shocker. Men were created to be in positions of power. Men were created to lead. Women were created to follow. Men are smarter than women. Men are stronger than women. Why is this such a big shocker in today's day and age? Every time I look on TV, women have been upgraded to all of these new fancy positions. You got women out here, they want to be captains of ships. They want to be uh, police officers and firefighters. That's so stupid. If I'm ever in need of some sort of help, do not send a female police officer to my door. Do not come to my house. If you are a female firefighter, do not come to my house. 
Period. And I'm on record saying that every time I see a woman in a position of authority, I think two things. She's in over her head and she doesn't know what she's doing. And why would I want a female firefighter or a female police officer showing up to my house? Everything y'all do, y'all need a man for backup. Might as well just send the man. Didn't nobody tell y'all to apply for these jobs? You know that that stuff is too heavy for you guys to lug up all of those stairs. Why would I have a woman try to defend me on my behalf? If I call the police, if I call 911, I want the biggest, strongest man on the police force to come to my door. I don't want some woman. Do not send a woman to my house. I don't care if she's six feet tall. Stay where you are. Literally, the only thing a female police officer can do is to point me to a male police officer. And you hear people talking about, oh, women are so strong. Women can do anything. Women can do everything. Women can't do jack squat without men. If you ask people to list off, what is the one thing, what's the strongest and the toughest thing that women do? Bear children. That's the number one thing they'll tell you, bear children. Guess what? A man had to invent the freaking epidural for women to have children in freaking peace. We still needed a man's help for the hardest thing that women do. All your husband wanted you to do was freaking sweep the floor and have sex with him when he comes home from work. Why is that so hard? Half of y'all out on the internet selling your next will give it to a man that's paying the mortgage? This is crazy. No, but you call it empowerment. It's empowerment when you when you sell it for five dollars. It's weakness. It's, it's, you're weak and you're dumb and you're stupid if you give it to your husband who's taking care of you. That's dumb. You sell it for $5 on OnlyFans, that's empowerment. Y'all are so stupid. Like, literally stay away from me with all of this. Women out here trying to run everything, y'all are running everything in the ground. Go home and do some laundry. And raise your kids. And male pilots. And now that a pair of panties is close to the cockpit. I would never get on an airplane knowing full well that there's a female pilot. I would never do it. My life is in jeopardy. My life is at risk. Why would I risk my life? You got a whole bunch of stupid people that will sit there. Well, a woman can do anything a man can do. Well, you sit your dumb ass there and you sit on that plane and watch it crash. I'm not going to do that. It ain't supposed to be no female surgeons either. All these positions of power are for men. I don't want no female operating on me. For what? All you need to do is to pass the scalpel. Pass this. Pass that. You ain't supposed to be calling shots. Not over me. You're not going to be calling no shots over me. Always trying to run something. Wipe his forehead. Don't need you sitting up here talking about, well, I think, don't nobody care what you think, Mary Beth. Don't nobody care what you think, Elizabeth. These crazy freaking white feminists leading this world to hell. And here come the black women. Okay, here we come. Right, that was it. I know that was a lot for y'all. It was like four minutes. But we can take it in, in sections, in chunks. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to. I was trying. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I ain't got, listen, I ain't got nothing for So, So you had to have something. Like, so how do you, do you feel like she made any points? Because they, this ain't about what I think. The only thing she said that had me kind of like giggle a little bit, and I was like, hmm, when she said, "Don't send no uh, woman police officer," because <laughs> I'm just thinking like, if a man, like if I'm like, I don't know, it depends on the situation. But if it's time to fight, don't send nobody to look like me to come fight with me. Like I'm gonna be like, oh. I just look, let me tell you, I, I was running through a scenario in my head. 
I was like, just imagine you call a woman police off, like, let's say, like, it's a domestic violence situation and shit that got physical, and it's like a big man or whatever. Police finally get there, you open the door, and there's another woman the same size. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> just close the door. Like, but I mean, she got a little taser and whatnot, but. But nah, did you see something? Hey, look, she, hey, towards the end, she was, hey, she was getting hot, but she was going to that soapbox. When she said, oh, don't let me find out ain't no panties close to that cockpit. <laughs> she talking like, about female She sounded like, one of, you remember the Maury, um, epi- not, is it Maury? The one where they said the baby is not yours? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But you, know, they, but you know, like, where they be like, I, uh, I, do, <laughs> like, they sound like a whole Maury, um, a little monologue. And, yeah, I was just like, ma'am. But somebody, I was talking to somebody today. They said they saw that video and they were like, you know what, though? And he said that he doesn't believe in women being like in like the head head position. Why is he that? said women lead with emotions a lot of times. I said. That's interesting. That's an interesting take. Do you agree? I mean, I feel like some women do lead with emotion and some women are very logical. And they can, like, lead like a man. But you see what I just said? Mm. Uh. You know what I feel like women in power, you know what I think their real point of conflict is? I don't even think it's, like, with emotional leading or whatever. A lot of times what I see, it seems to be, like, an issue with delegation. It's like they want to do it all. Or better yet, it's a... Either a do it all or I need to check everybody's work kind of atmosphere. So it's like, I'm going to let you do it, but I need to prove it also, which entails is kind of almost still like you doing it all. Which sucks because I think about like, okay, why would a woman like check behind? It's like, okay, so if you're a woman in power, people already like, I have been in places where I have seen a woman with a whole PhD and the woman in charge. And the men beneath her are like mocking her in her power position. I'm like, well, this ain't right. But as a woman, like, if you got people beneath you and you delegate the work and they do it wrong, it fall on you. And they, you already got like a something against you because you're a woman and you don't know what you're doing. But see, okay, this is like the, the I don't know, this is how I would perceive it. You said if a woman is a person of power, right? Mm-hmm. And the people beneath her, are mocking her or second guessing her because you know she's a woman or that you know that's just how it works in the corporate professional world right fuck them they're beneath her that's how i believe or i think it kind of should be like who gives a shit what the person beneath you thinks yeah but the people beneath you like okay so let's say let's say i'm in charge right uh-huh. i'm the boss and then i got a bunch of people beneath me that are working for me and I say, hey, I need y'all to do this task. Now, you know how most of the time in, like, project management type situations, all you really doing is telling people what to do, and then you go out and report whatever it is. Like, you don't actually right. do, you just tell, and then you go and yeah, report, report out. They go and do this. Let's say you are very competent, but the people beneath you just so happen to not be, mm-hmm. or they do something wrong. At the end of the day, even though they did it wrong, it falls on you. And then you're in this room, and let's say you're the only woman, now you didn't did something wrong, and like I think women and black people, which dang, I happen to be both. Um, <laughs> you do something wrong, and like now you're like 
what's the word I'm looking for when it's like incompetent? No, it's like your like your credit like I don't discredited. You just you're discredited, but I'm like saying like we'll use that like the people believing you after that like you're gonna have to convince them to believe you after mm. that if you mess like you can mess up one time yeah. and it's like after that it could be like one plus one is two like hey you might want to go check on that and then yeah. like make sure you know and then come back and it's just like so so when she says that I feel like maybe the world isn't set up for women to be in places like that but I don't think women should like not be leaders because of this random woman folding clothes <laughs> she was just folding clothes, <laughs> but that's what she wanted to do. Like that's what. So this is the thing. I don't think she's fully wrong because if you if you want to have the conversation about like we're talking about like management and professionalism and things like that, the structure of it, the ideals of it, what it takes, what it needs, what it requires, is all formulated from men. Men were the first managers. Men are the ones that decided the ideals of what management looks like. Think about the idea of a power suit. Blue suit, black suit, gray. This man just, women still have to have the conversation about what's appropriate for work because men never had to consider it. But for men, we got our, our shit's been laid out for the past 50 years, what you should wear to work. First of all, I think in 2023, women, we should now be called womanagers. Cause why would they come in and just call a manager? Like as if they're the only ones that can be in charge. You be called personager. <laughs> keep it very non-gender. Personager. We're no longer referring to people as managers. They will now be referred to as personagers. Um, Hey, but you know what's crazy though? You know, thinking like that actually holds people back. What you mean? Like that, if somebody wants to come, like we, okay, for the listeners, we know that manager comes from management, which means to manage. We know the root word, but we're just making a joke. But there have been other conversations, like where they be really deep in, like you know what? Clearly, since man is the root word of manager. Yeah. Why would a woman want to be? I mean, you can't even be a woman without being a man. <laughs> Take that out of context. <laughs> Take away their mics. <laughs> <laughs> Defund the podcast. Hey, bro. I'm tired of folks hating on us, bro. I straight up. I swear to you. I'm really sick of this shit. I see that shit once a hate week. Hey, not them. Yeah, bro. Like, bro. Like, le- yeah, we're good. Everybody likes us. Until the white folks start listening to the podcast, <laughs> are, the, are, are the female managers gonna be like the woman is gonna start listening to us and be like, uh, uh-uh, they dead off. Femagers. <laughs> That's what you going with. You try to work through it. I don't know. I don't know. That's what you gonna be. That's what you gonna tell them at work to call you. <laughs> like even think about like boss man. Yeah. Like, why y'all call me the boss man? Like, even, like, people are like... Are you boss the boss man? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm not a man. Yeah, I mean, no. So, I mean, it's... But, okay. There's uh Getting hung up on those kind of labels. In some realms, is important. But in other realms, it will 
I'm going to use the term hold back because it is perceived as a frivolous argument. Yeah, it's just like, okay. I mean, like, my thing is, I'll be a manager. I don't care nothing about that. Because honestly, like, sometimes you have to be in your masculine energy. So that you can leave. You know, every time you say masculine energy, you know who I think about? That 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 clubhouse. <laughs> That's why I was saying it. Like, you gotta be in your masculine. But you gotta learn how to turn it off. When you go home, you can leave at work. Now, I just seen that post from Justin LaVoy. You know, I don't follow him because he's toxic. Um, but so, people always reshare him. So it's just like, it's one of those like. Can't run from him, man. Yeah, it's like some of why why women that got all their stuff together can't never keep a man. I was like. Like who is this dick? Like define like, never. <laughs> like we can say never. You mean this month? <laughs> but it's ooh man. This gets me thinking about Doctor Boo. Have I can't remember if we talked about Doctor Boo or not. Let's run it because I don't. I, I I feel like we talked about it here, but I don't think we talked about it on the mic. Right. So okay. So. Let me set the scene. Scene. Me and my homegirl, and actually my homeboy, like it was three of us, we went to a cigar lounge here in the city. And we're sitting at the bar. So it's me, her, and then the guy. The guy suddenly becomes invisible <laughs> the rest of the night. Anywho, so there's a guy, there was a couple guys on the other end of the bar, and there was a woman sitting there, and she was, I mean, I didn't see her at first. But one guy comes down, he was like, man, I had to come down here, get away from all that over there. And we were like, well, what happened? He was like, man, we was trying to, you know, buy this woman a drink. So, so my friend was like, what's up, boo, you want a drink? And she was like, I'm not, boo, I'm a doctor. And, like, it just started this whole conversation. He was like, we just trying to buy her a drink. And she over there talking about degrees and stuff like that. It don't matter in here. And so we're, I was like, you should have called her doctor, boo. And so it became a little joke. And so now I really be like, Get your degree. Go to school. I got two. So I ain't never going to tell nobody not to get their degrees. Right. But when I'm out, I am not April D, Masters of Engineering. I mean, like, I am, like, that's, I have that degree, but I don't go to the club with the degree, like, see, and this is why you should buy me a drink. Like, no. And you know what happened after that? Them people, like, started with one friend, we were laughing, and another friend came over, we were laughing about it. And then I guess other people saw us having a good time. And it was like a, just a people just coming over. We just had a good time. It got to the point where I had to tell people, like, no, I don't want any more drinks. So you got all the drinks, like people bringing you drinks. Yeah, she probably had a tab of like $54. They probably charged her for everything. And like, ma'am, all over because he called you boo. Like, I get it. If that's your, like, if that's your boundary, you don't want nobody to call you boo. Like, you can, like, literally, I, if I had my PhD, if he called me about I'm like, it's Dr. Boo, what's up? What you buying yeah. me? Like, but it was very like, and then even when I looked down there, she had like this frown on her face. I'm like, smile, ma'am. You are out. <laughs> hey, look, now you say I like them niggas at the gas station and shit. Be talking to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> look. Look, look, at, look at you stepping in the man's world. <laughs> You're like, damn, maybe them niggas was right. <laughs> Told you I was a manager. Anyway. Um, but no, that's just like, when I go out, I was trying to go out, have a good time, enjoy life, look like, look happy. Because I like, I can say these things because I was a person that, like, I never was, I don't think I was, like, at Dr. Boo level. Well, first of all, I ain't got no PhD. But that's another story for another day because I feel like PhD is actually, like. Scam. 
it's a a scam. All that money, and like like so people can call me doctor, and I'm like, but you get paid. Mm-hmm. Like now you're in debt, and people get to call you doctor boo. Like <laughs> I I be mad too. You gonna call me doctor because I can... never mind. Let me stop. <laughs> you ride yourself up. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just. I used to be that person that would go out and think that like my resume was what like would attract people mm. to me. Like, okay, like you know, I got this, I got that, I got this. Like, that stuff don't matter when you out. These right. folks, these folks don't call. Like, they don't care nothing about none of that. We be out having a good time. Like once I let go of the fact that like I ain't got to take my resume with me or my little my little wallet uh, <laughs> diploma diploma. Like, let's get me in the club. Like. Nobody cares. It's we we've talked about this before, and I think um, <clears throat> it all comes down to value system, and I think it's part of where um, men and women, or certain men and women, uh, don't look across the aisle, or I'm using the term aisle, don't look across the aisle and try to perceive what the other person perceives. It's a lot of reflection going on. It's like I think a lot of women come to the table with their career and their education first because that's what they value. Mm-hmm. They believe that, hey, I want a doctor. I want somebody with A, B, C, X, Y, Z. So therefore, I'm going to come. I'm putting that out there because that's what I'm trying to attract. Not realizing that niggas with that shit or, you know, RIP to K. Samuels, High value men. See, so you didn't take it there. But I, I mean, no, no, the watch is like since since he's died, I feel like a lot of people are like, hey man, that man wasn't too far off. Like he wasn't he wasn't crazy. But but this I mean those kind of men are put like this. The men that I um associate myself with, uh of that standard and caliber. Career has never, ever been a determining factor. Now, of course, people want their woman to make money because it makes it easier as a collective. But you're going to have to make a lot of money to to sway a bad attitude. Like, Because I just couldn't believe. Like, when I looked over there and she was, like, she literally was frowning. And I was just like. And for y'all that ain't been to black, black is really a joyous environment. Like, it is very laid back. Like, you enjoy it if you pay for every one of your drinks. Because <laughs> she, cause she a doctor. She in there doing the math and the text. Listen. And then, like, think about it, though. Like, imagine if you get out. And, like, that would be annoying, right? Mm-hmm. So, every time you go out, like, there's this perception that, like, you go out and then, like, you just meet people and then, like, possibly, you know, have a good time and people buy drinks and stuff. But, like, it's like, dang, every time I go out, like, I don't ever get that. It's like, now I don't want to go out because every time I go out, don't nobody pay nobody attention. But he down there talking to them good. They ain't got no PhDs. It's like, first of all. But it's like one of the things where it would be like, I have this strong philosophy on life. You only get what you earn out of life. Because people think you they get what they want. Like, no, you get what you earn. You have to literally earn it. And that... It's for every aspect of it. If Dr. Boo wanted to be like y'all, to earn that, she would have to learn how to have a personality. She would have to learn how to be more open, learn how to be more approachable. When he came over there and says, instead of her saying, oh, I got a doctor or whatever, and you see how your response was like 
funny, off the cuff, whatever. That was a learning experience for her. So she has to earn that experience that child had. Yeah. So I think it's the same thing with like, I feel the same way when it comes to guys and women. You know, guys be like, oh, you know, I ain't buying no woman this. I ain't buying. Hey, that's if you don't want to buy no one no drink, you don't buy no one no meal, that's cool. But you leave the ones that do the fuck alone. If don't don't worry about if she want if she want a nigga to pay for every meal, that is her business. And if you think she's super bad and she with a nigga that's paying every meal, he earned that. Did you see the video, the watch Jazzy Girl? Oh. Oh my goodness. Like I that video made me so happy. Like and then also I didn't get a chance to read the comments. I love reading comments to videos like that because I know people are probably like trying to, you know, do the comment thing. You about to play it. You found that quick. Oh, I thought I was about to play it. Where'd it go? No, I got the screenshot of it, but did I not? Not the screenshot. Well, while he's looking for it, basically she was just talking. She's in a relationship now. And she was just talking about how she will pack her man bag and he'll she'll unpack it and she will I forgot all the stuff she did, but she was just like, he's spoiled. But like he take care of her, mm-hmm. she take care of him. Like Yeah, I can't I can't find it quick enough. But But yeah. it's just like it's it, I keep having this conversation over and over. We really live in a world where like there are a lot of men who feel like they should be chased like women. And and then women don't want to like, 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 I think one of the comments I saw was like, oh, that's husband material. Like, okay. Or like, that's a husband act. Like, you got to say, like, you, I would do that for my husband, but not my boyfriend. Like, okay. So here's the thing. Everything works different for everybody. Mm-hmm. If I have a boyfriend and he does not live here, like, maybe I won't pack his bag because I'm not at his house. Mm-hmm. But if we live, th- like. If y'all live together and, like, you getting ready to wash clothes, like, like I'm not washing his clothes. Like, y'all live together and you're not finna wash. I'd be like, I'm only washing mine. I'm only going to clean my side of the sink. Like, I don't know. It just sounds very, like, I I mean, everybody creates your own boundaries. I don't care. This is my perspective on it. Well, you, you say something I want to, because people say it frequently. They say, oh, that's husband material or that's, you know, husband duties. or I mean, not, you know, basically like, oh, I'll do that for my husband. What is this perception? What? No, this is what I want to ask. Where did it become? You, how do you even know that somebody is going to believe that you have this switch to even turn on and off? Also, can I talk another question? Mm-hmm. Who made the rules as to what you can do at, like at the different stages of dating? Like, where is this? Like, who made that rule and said, "Okay, at this stage, you can do this, but this is unacceptable"? Mm-hmm. Because not trying to be funny, a lot of people are being intimate, and like that quote unquote is like the only thing that really is probably like you gotta push your weight on that. Mm-hmm. But like people are like, oh, I'm not cooking for a man. That's like that's for my husband. So y'all gonna starve? Imagine, imagine you trying to tell a man like, "Oh, I'm a great cook," and then I ask the man like, "Oh, what should be cooking?" Oh, she don't never cook for me. Well, bitch, how the fuck? What are we talking about here? You just, you just out here talking, like, 
hollow mm-hmm. selling these wolf tickets. I'm not gonna cook for you till you put a ring on it. That's like a man saying, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna pay oh, I'm gonna pay for everything when we get married. I'm gonna pay for everything when we get married. Yeah, you ain't gotta worry about nothing. Oh, what do you pay for now? Oh, he don't well, well he don't really pay for nothing now. Like when you know we go out, we kinda split it or whatever. So, you know, you know like are you gonna like are you gonna buy in then? And he if he tells you like, oh man, you know, that's that, that's a wifely, you know, thing, you know, I, I'm gonna pay for everything for my wife. Now how dumb you gonna look. Right, and then when you get married, what you gonna do? Well, I mean, that fifty fifty will work when we. Might well keep that shit going, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, but it's well to go to. I heard this somewhere, and I think it is a uh, really good. There was like basically like a solid relationship. A good relationship is kind of based off predictability. It's like you want to be able to have a solid understanding of how your significant other is will act or react or basically like what's their normal comings and goings like nobody and i mean nobody no nobody likes change like imagine like imagine if you go to work tomorrow and they're like hey we're going to put you on this other team you didn't apply for it it's like hey we're just going to we're going to switch you out on this other team you're not accustomed to that you didn't you're not didn't train for that or whatever like you will, you will spend maybe another year and a half, two years building up for it, but you would completely despise the fact that it changed without your prior knowledge. So, why would they think, or why would people think that it is okay to imply that there's going to be some kind of big seismic shift in a relationship once a long-term commitment is made? Like, the biggest commitment is made. The lifelong commitment is made. Like, oh, I'm going to completely change. Like, nobody likes that. I feel like it should be, like, one of the things, like, getting married or getting into, like, the deeper parts of relationship, engagement, whatever. should be, like, another day. should feel just like another day. Like, oh, well, this is what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I just don't understand. And the more, like, I feel like the more I become, like, I've really spent a lot of time, like, getting to know myself and, like, uh-huh. getting, like, y'all know I like to read and YouTube and learn stuff. And it's just, like, although I might not be perfect, I've learned a lot about, like, the psychology of the way people think and stuff like that and just learning to just be. Mm-hmm. And I... The more I, like, learn about myself, the less I care about, like, other people's thoughts and opinions. So, like, it's really hard. Like, I'll sit on Twitter, and I'll be like, uh, and then I'll get off. Because I'll be like, I can't take all these people. Like, it's interesting. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes it's funny, like, reading Mm -hmm. the comments. But it's just like, do you. Right. Like, maybe... Maybe you don't want to cook till you marry because you can't cook. Okay? (laughs) Then you can be like, surprise. (laughs) By the way... If I do DoorDash tonight. But, like, <laughs> also, I just feel like certain things just feel good. Like, I mean, if somebody's around you all the time, like, you can't go out to eat every day. Of course not. At some point, it's going to be like, to be like, okay, somebody cook. Because at some point, somebody's going to get hungry. Mm-hmm. Now, every time she cook, it's like, okay, let's do a cup of noodles. Or you're going to be like, something right. You know what's the funny thing about, like, when it comes to men and cooking? You know how, like... <sighs> Some women make this big thing about I ain't cook for no man all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Men are more so like it's really not. I, I don't. We don't need you to like slave in the kitchen. Like no, that's 
that's a that's a woman thing that people put on other women. There's like women that cook really good and like like you ain't cooking from scratch. You ain't gonna get no man. It's like there's plenty of women that cannot cook and they might be up and honest. Like I can't cook, but I can do all the other these other things. Do you know how super easy it is to make some damn chicken and mashed potatoes and whatever and like green like look find your good simple dishes. It, Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Hello Fresh or whatever, even though we don't have any ads. <laughs> Hello Fresh. They plus I can't even shout them out because they pissed me off. You had a bad experience with Hello Fresh? I mean, it was it was my fault. I ain't gonna lie. Like, okay. So my friend, he like had he was on Twitter like, Hey, who wants these packs? I didn't know you talking about he was he was on there hard. Yeah. He almost had me get them. So like I was like, shoot, okay. So I got the first ones. But then I didn't realize that like after that you have to cancel it because they're gonna sign you up for the fifty four ninety nine a week, uh, right? Uh, so the next week I received some meals. Now y'all might not know this. I don't eat beef or pork. I think I got for the meals like it was three meals. One of them was like beef based. Uh, the other one was a pork chop, and the other one was chicken. And I didn't pay fifty five dollars, and I can eat wow. one of these meats. So then I went and canceled it. But now, like, they blow me up all the time. Like, like I've unsubscribed. Why are you still sending me emails? Uh-huh. But no, I don't want, I do not want anything you have to offer. But was it lit, though? Like, was it, like, as good as advertised? I think it would be convenient from the standpoint of, like, getting your groceries delivered. But you still had to chop all the vegetables and stuff. Uh-huh. If I could skip any part of cooking, it's the chopping it's of vegetables. the prep work. I hate chopping vegetables. Like, I absolutely like if, if that's the work that is, the prep is the work part. Yeah, like if I don't have to chop and and it's depend like you give me a cucumber or something like that, I'll chop a cucumber up. Mm-hmm. But when you get to chopping onions and chop like even bit, onions, I actually just hate like I hate chopping onions. Mm-hmm. That's probably the only thing I really just hate. Garlic get a little funky too. Garlic does get a little funky, but like, but if you have to do it real little, I don't like it. See the issue. So it's just like, like sometimes I'll be like, well, I want shrimp and grits. But then I start thinking about all the stuff I got to cut up. I was like, sounds Ooh. like grits. <laughs> no shrimp. I, uh, I was actually thinking the other day that I, I think I may start cooking. cooking. Yeah. What? I just, I, I don't know, man. Because, okay, because basically I, it's like this though. I, my mom cooks a lot. Mm-hmm. Like that's. She she one of the ones you come over the house like every other day she cooking, uh she if you come over the house she's gonna ask you are you hungry and she can whip whip up some real quick, and if at the absolute least it'll be breakfast like do, do, do you know how much I love breakfast at night amazing amazing, we need to quit putting it in the morning time. Who decided that? That is I don't know but uh, I love breakfast like after five p.m. But anyway, so it's just something she would always do. And it's crazy, like, the things that you learn, like, through osmosis. I've come to find out, like, certain times in the kitchen, like, where I just, I've never done it. I just know what's supposed to happen. Or I know if something doesn't smell right. I know if it doesn't quite look right. Or, like, mm, you probably need to let it stay a little bit longer. Or you probably need to add a little more of this. Or, hey, if you want to cut that better, cut it like this and then flip it and cut it. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. So, I think... On a certain level, I'm a little better at cooking than I, yeah, like, if I put forth the effort, better look. I'm a little better cooking than I think. So I'm like, eh, I might dibble and dabble. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to be on Instagram making four course meals. I'm going to be so annoyed. <laughs> oh, and li- li- oh, and you know me. You know I'm obnoxious. 
when I say it is going to be, I'm going to have to give it a hashtag. Because hmm. I was like, definitely like, I'm always thinking like random things. So I'm like, I should like random, like when we were like deep in the pandemic, I would pick uh-huh. a random recipe like once a week and I would get it like, I would have like a bottle of wine. By the time I finished cooking, I probably was good and like <laughs> lit, but I'd be in here just like, I'm going to make these recipes today. And I'd just be on Instagram cutting potatoes and stuff like that. Like, it was fun. I would be liking this stuff because I think, one, neither one of us would even pretend to be like professional or good. Like, oh, don't look at me for any kind of <laughs> help or ideas or whatever. This is just how I did it. And it probably, if it sucks, I will let you know it sucks. Let me tell you, when I cooked one time, I was like, okay, I was like, if I don't post to y'all, that means it was bad. But like, I made these mashed potatoes and I like messed up and kind of like mashed the potatoes a little bit too much. And I said, why my mashed potatoes look like soup? <laughs> now, the thing is, I knew how to recover. So it was good. But like, I was just like, uh, now, was it good soup? Absolutely. <laughs> Flavor on point. Presentation and actually what it was supposed to be. You know what though, Ruth's Ruth's Chris. I hate saying it like that, but there is an S in there. Yeah, they do this barbecue shrimp on top of this like mashed potato, but the mashed potatoes are almost almost soupy. Uh-huh. I think that's what I accidentally made. That's what you that's didn't what you actually made. Wow! Didn't you know you was a sous chef out here? Exactly. <laughs> you gotta add another star to this mm. to your restaurant to your kitchen. I was um, I was gonna say so. I had this. I remember having this one big um, cooking blunder. But it wasn't my fault. So I remember reading the recipe. Mm-hmm. And this again, this is one of them times where I was like, all my years of being around my mama cooking, this doesn't look right. I forgot. It was something like chicken, mash, something or other, whatever. And uh, I just remember in the, in the sauce. And I, had, and I read the ingredients like five times because I was like, there's no way I'm reading what I'm reading. It said it to add, I forgot how many tablespoons of salt. And I'm just like, tablespoons? I was like, that's a lot of salt, man. Like, I'm like, really? And I just read it again, read it again. It 100% was supposed to be teaspoons. When I say it was the saltiest thing I've ever, like, I just, hey, I trust the process. I trust the process. I like, all right. You can't help it when the recipe wrong. Bro, I like, all right. Like, I'm in my mind, I'm just like, Okay, maybe I'm gonna dilute it, or maybe I'm gonna cook it out, or something. Maybe this is gonna be something else, whatever. Boy, that first bite. <laughs> what was in that chicken? It was some kind of chicken. It was like a sauce over the chicken, sauce over the chicken, and damn, it was something else that went along with it. Man, oh my god, we had to throw the whole thing away. That, but but you learn. Like, see, the thing is, like, sometimes you mess up in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, but you then know, you learn. From and, it. and and what it was, like you like you say, you learn. I knew that was wrong. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. But I just, I mean, of course, I was just following the recipe. But I was just like, it was like, you know, a bunch of other things on there. I never questioned anything else. But that one line, as soon as I saw it, I was like, nah, Playboy, that's not right. That can't be right. You know what's funny, though? It's like, I'm one of the people, like, you can give me a recipe. And, like, I'll look at something and be like, I see what they're saying, but I really could try this. Oh. I know. And so, like, I'm like, so I was like, I need to do better. But I'll just try the recipe how it is first. I but like, will. so here's my favorite thing. I hope nobody's listening. So like, I have like I like I say I don't like chopping stuff up. Mm. I'm like, if I was a, like stay at home person, like if I didn't work, I think I would cook more. Like when I get kind of bored, like cooking is fun. Mm. But like being at work all day, when I get off, honestly, like if I had to cook, I would. But like it ain't necessarily something I just want to do, right? 
But I have gotten to the point where like absolutely everybody thinks I cannot cook. Like I am the person that's like, hey April, bring the, you just bring the pitties and cups. And I think people think that's a, that's like a like. Indeed. Know, and I be like, I don't have to do nothing. See. I can just go to the store. Oh, you try to be at everybody's friendsgiving. Plating, uh, I'll bring the forks too. <laughs> like all the cutlery on me. Like even it was funny when my dad came down here for Thanksgiving. He like oh, I gotta call him back, but. He was just like, at first we were supposed to go out. Like, that's what he said he wanted to do. We're going to go out on Thanksgiving. I was like, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, last minute, he was just like, oh, you know, actually we can stay home and like cook. And I'm like, by stay home and cook, you mean me. Now I had already ordered some honey baked turkey because I was like, I'm not going to cook the turkey. Mm-hmm. But then I think I made the sides and stuff. My dad was kind of like, you know, like, what you making? Ended up being good. He like he kept calling. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm April. She just bought this place. Da da da. Yeah, you know, she cooked me dinner for Thanksgiving. It was good. Like <laughs> kept and called people and told the same story over and over. And I'm just like, but also, my dad ain't really never seen me cook before. Hmm. I used to bake a lot when I was younger. Oh, you know, I did too. For real? No, me and my brother. I don't know what it is about. Us. He used to he used to bake blueberry muffins because mm-hmm. he liked blueberry muffins, and I used to bake a uh, pound cake, like yellow cake and pound cake, and we. Mm-hmm. We could, I mean, now that was the one thing that we did. Like, we was just maybe with some fat asses and stuff like that. And so, we had like the you know, little cake display, whatever. So, yeah, so it's like my brother, he'll go there, make some blueberry muffins, put them in a the little cake display. So, you know, throughout the week, you know, everybody eating whatever. I go in the bed, and it was a part of our thing. We do this shit late as fuck at night. I'm talking about like 11, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Just, I will be in my. Well, for y'all that don't know, when I was, my household never never sleeps. It's a weird situation over there. But I'd be like, 10.30 at night, get up out of my bed be like, you know what? I think I'm going to bake a cake. Go down there. You say nobody's stomping. Bake a whole cake. But yeah, like that's the stuff, like when my grandmother, like my grandma used to always make this yellow cake, mm-hmm. um, like a lemon cake. Mm-hmm. And after she passed, like at Christmas time, that was my thing to make. I actually am the family macaroni person. Shut the fuck you up. You would not believe it. I Get know. the fuck out of here. And I absolutely like. And I, really? I swear. They trust you with the macaroni? With the mac and cheese? I swear. You bake it? Mm-hmm. Then you do the whole nine? Huh. But like. that's and Cheese sauce and everything. You know how to do all that. But like I swear when I tell you like. I I will absolutely sit up in my house and start with somebody. Before I get up and cook <laughs> sometimes. I'll be like. Stop. Listen, I'm going to wait you out because when you leave, I'm going to eat something. Like, I just, I mean, like, I, when I feel like it, it's fun. Uh-huh. When I don't feel like it, mm-mm. I say that with a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because uh, I forgot who. But also, both of us are trying to be healthy, right? Yeah. I, I, I don't know how to make one serving of macaroni and cheese. Is that a thing? No. So it's All like, right. at that point, I'm just going to go buy what yeah. I want and then, like, I just eat my meal preps. Like, I don't eat like that on a regular. So, like. No, that's nothing talking about, like, cooking for, like, you know, another person in family and stuff like that. It depends on what kind. Let me tell you. When I say prep meals, I am A-okay with prep meals. Like, actually, I desire and I want for prep meals. Like. It's convenient. Like, I think. So, I just decided that um, Bird can convince me to be in this challenge that he's doing. <laughs> And I decided I'm about to start tracking my macros and stuff. I saw you post that. And I was just like, you know what? And it was funny. I asked this girl, I said, what app do you use? She, she said she used my fitness pal. I said, I have that app. 
It was right there the whole time. Yeah. That, um, from everything I know about, you know, fitness journeys and working out, which, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, quite extensive. Like, you know, tracking macros is, like, the key. When I first, like, did my very first, like, weight loss thing, we discovered, like, my problem is I don't eat enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I might eat one solid meal throughout the day, and then I will snack for the rest of the day. Also, I found out that I wasn't getting enough protein throughout the day when mm-hmm. I first. So, like, when I increased my protein, oh, body changed. Like, my body instantly just was, like, mm-hmm. changed. But for some reason, it's like, I know what I need to do. Just doing the hard Will part. not do it. So, I was like, okay, we got this challenge. I was like, I think I'm about to go, like, out of town at the end of the month. So, I was like, let me just put myself to the test a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't gonna go to the store tonight, but tomorrow. I'm <laughs> well, go tomorrow the first day anyway, so. Yeah, tomorrow I'm gonna go to the store. I'm off, so I'm about to like cook and like prep. And then also, like money wise, I got bored and I was sitting down, like calculating like what I was spending on stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, we have to stop eating out. Bro, let me tell you, everybody has been kind of like slowly crept up the prices of everything. Because when you start thinking about it, right? So we were in this pandemic situation where nobody was spending money on gas. You weren't mm-hmm. spending. You weren't really spending money for because you were in the house. Then we start, started going out the house, so we weren't really going to work. Then it's like now we're back to like regular life, but everything has increased in pricing. Like my gas, I think, and I haven't even like added everything to it. When I checked it, I was at like one hundred and fifty dollars for the month in gas, and I don't even do as much driving as I usually do. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, huh. I mean, shit, gas up, and then, I mean, well, I drive a truck, so. Yeah, you you drive a truck, so I know your gas is hot, but, like, I just, like, for me, who drives a car, that's a lot. Like, I used to only budget maybe $80, $90 for gas a month, so, like, now it's increased to $150. Do you know how, like, it's so funny coming from talking to, like, a truck driver? Not like I don't drive trucks. I drive a uh, Silverado. <laughs> I, I want people. I was to like, you got your CDL. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Phone thing out in there. Uh uh-uh. uh. Did you used to do that when you was driving along as a kid? Like, do this to the to oh, the yeah, big rigs. Uh uh. But the funny part is, I was thinking, I like, I wonder how many times they got to do that a day. Like you think about, it, they're they're in that truck for hours. How many buses they pass? How many kids they pull up beside? And they it probably like, makes them happy though. Like, somebody sees me. Mm-hmm. I, I make somebody happy. But, uh, okay, I was headed with. Oh, bro, it's like, it's like more than $80 for me to fill up. Yeah. It'd be a hundred, hundred plus. All the time. I promise you, like, so last, maybe last week or something, or maybe a week before last, I don't know. I told myself, we're not going out. Well, number one, what helps me save money is half the time I don't feel like leaving my house. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at DoorDash prices, I look, I say absolutely not. So I was like, you better find something in this house that you can heat up real quick. So I get, I, like, I keep, so if, if I don't feel like cooking rice all the way, I get these little, like, the minute cups, whatever. Uh-huh, yeah. So I heat me up a little cup, boom. Also, while I'm, before I heat up the cup, I, I used to keep, like, a thing of turkey sausage, like the link, mm-hmm. chop it up in a little, keep a little circle, boom, throw it on the skillet, burn them a little bit. Get the rice, pour in the bowl. Take my little sausages, put it on top. Fry me up an egg, chop it up, thing in there, mix it up. Breakfast right there. So good. That's oh. not that's nothing people don't understand. It's like you don't have to cook everything from scratch. Sometimes you just need to doctor stuff up. Just doctor it up. Cause I'm telling you, like, and it was such a quick, easy thing. I was like, I'm, I gotta keep this in the mm-hmm. keep this in the bag. Cause it, it was it took me a few minutes. Wasn't very, you know, wasn't very expensive. 
who damn who was it? Damn, it was some situation I cannot remember who it was, but somebody basically had some store bought ice item, not ice cream, store bought item, and they would doctor it up, and like that was their like family, not family secret, but that was their like secret that they're going to take to the grave. I guess it's like they might have had like everybody like their, let's say their mac and cheese or something like that. They would have like buy from the store, let's say Publix. They'll buy Publix mac and cheese, but they would doctor it up. So they knew like what else to put with it to kind of take it the rest of the way. And they just kind of like, it was their own little personal secret. And they just took it to the grave with it. Because it was like, however I heard about it, it was like they had been doing it for years. That is funny. But I mean, like, that's the thing. Work smarter, not harder. I I don't even know how I would even feel if I found out like who had the best mac and cheese. My mama mac and cheese. My mama be going ham on on her devil eggs. Mm. Uh, that's a random thing I've actually never made. Like my, so my uncle, my um, mom's brother, like he always makes a thing of deviled eggs. So it was never a like, who's bringing the deviled yeah. eggs? It's like any family event, he's bringing the deviled eggs, and he had this uh, his wife. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> like she would bring these like fruit tarts. Uh-huh. We used to call them fruit pizza. Like we used to be like, ooh, Lorena gonna bring the fruit pizza. Uh-huh. Like, and so when I got down here, I started making them, mm-hmm. but. I haven't made. I posted it the other day, and I was like, I haven't made one in a while. But fruit's so high, I'm like, and also like, then I get to thinking like, I only need like one slice, and then after that, mm-mm. crazy how it be when it comes to stuff like that. It's like so. One of my favorite food items is, and we're we gonna be done after this. I know we got damn rambling, damn motherfuckers. Like, we were like, like <laughs> what do y'all, <laughs> y'all talking? Do y'all realize y'all recording? Y'all think y'all just having a random conversation? I low key did kind of forget we were like, I know we're recording, but I kind of forgot. Right. <laughs> but favorite food item, lasagna. Hands down, love it. I would, if I was on death row and they were like, you can only have, you know, what's your last meal? It would be lasagna, red velvet cake. You gotta have it. But, like you said, I only need one slice of lasagna, like one piece of it. So, it's kind of be like, I love lasagna so much, but I can never have it because in order to have it, it has to be a whole pan. Mm-hmm. And don't put me around a whole pan of lasagna. Oh, because I will eat it. I, will, I cannot stop myself. And I will not stop myself. And if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out the way on top. Exactly. <laughs> like, bury with the this way. Anyway, so we about to go watch Usher's Tiny Desk. Y'all should too. Hey man, folks get, okay, last thing. Folks gotta watch how they talk about Usher, man. I've been seeing some things on the on the on the airways, on the internet airways. And uh I don't even know if that's the airways, I don't think that's it. But I've been seeing things on the timeline where it's like, hey, folks really trying to campaign and say that Justin Timberlake is in like they, I swear to you, I've seen it more than once. And folks try to, like, listen, I'm hip to your little nigga games. Don't try to just add a couple words before and think that you're about to, like, make a point of you about to eat. So, like, hey, quiet is kept. If you add in, sing. Hey, on the low, you know, JT. Hey, between me and you, JT. No, you're not going to finesse your way into saying that Justin Timberlake is in the same rail, atmosphere, room, wherever stratosphere which is different science people to usher they're nowhere near the same usher just did i watched the tiny room where i was had it playing 
He just did his tiny room and he sounded. Tiny desk. You said tiny room. I mean, they're in the tiny room, but this tiny desk. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. Oh, wait, time out. I'm, def- I'm like 58 years old. I just made it up. <laughs> no, but you know what's crazy? Have you ever seen them like like pan, uh, pan like turn around from when they do the tiny desk? Mm-mm. Okay, so the room isn't that small, but it's everybody that works at NPR is like invited. So it'd be like the whole staff in oh, there. It is so, I'm like, this is like one of those like job things where it's like, if you had an interview with NPR and like you're sitting there going through your resume and you kind of get into the little negotiation table and they're like, yeah, we had to do this thing every now and then. You know, I only met her. It's called Tiny Desk and we invite everybody from the office, you know, to the room. and they so, were here. So I'll be like, because Meg's Tiny Desk was dope. Wale's, Usher's out here blowing out the water. Adele's, like, anyway. But, yes, Tiny Desk, not Tiny Room. <laughs> and the funny thing is it's on the screen. Literally, it says, <laughs> I'm looking at it. Usher's. It says Tiny Desk and I said Tiny Room. Hey. And if you hadn't changed it, I wouldn't have thought nothing about it. I just didn't want you out here telling everybody, like, did you watch Usher's Tiny Room? <laughs> Hey y'all, man. Uh, we about to be out. Twitter, Instagram, like, comment, subscribe. I think I'm gonna switch it up now. Uh, we are working on. Let me tell you, TikTok is coming, and I'm gonna let y'all know right now. I can tell how we are. Once we get on TikTok, we're gonna take off, and we're gonna forget about y'all. So you might want to solidify yourself now as a day one listener. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. We ain't gonna forget about y'all because it's we got we got it's only got not even in our hearts. Yeah, it ain't even. Cause we only got we got like six that would be like super consistent. Like let me say what I love. Damn, we rambling again. I love it when people be like two things. Hey, I need to talk about this on the pod, and like when people pick up where like the pod left off. Or like the conversation in the pod. Mm-hmm. Like, man, remember you said this, man. I was thinking like they insert themselves into the conversation. I love people say even when you said this, because nine times out of ten, <laughs> I will not remember what I said. And I'll be like, like people say I'm like, I said that. Oh. I, said, I said that. Who said that? Anyway, man. Your name? Bird. My name, April D. <laughs> <laughs> And this has been another episode of the Black Card Podcast. Thank you for listening, and Mama, sorry for cussing.